Looking to sound like you know what's going on in the world? Social strategy, comedy, and other funny stuff? Well, join the club and settle in for the Jeff Dawaskin Show. It's not the podcast we deserve, but the podcast we all need with your host, Jeff Dawaskin. All right, Corey, thank you for that amazing introduction. I'm Jeff Dawaskin, and welcome to episode eight, the Ocho of the Jeff Dwoskin Show. So interesting thing happened at the Dwoskin household this week. We were getting some quotes for some stuff to do around the house, and this guy was looking at our porch, so we said, hey, look around. What else might be wrong with our house? It's an older house. So he looks at the chimney, and he says, this, is, this chimney's a mess. Look at it. This is moved here, and that's there, and water must have got there, and blah, blah, blah. He goes, whoever did this, was the worst job I've ever seen. Worst job. Horrible. So we said, oh, get us a quote. Fix it. Save our lives. So my wife uh, ends up looking up the old receipts from a decade ago. It turns out it was the same company that was telling me how bad it was. They were the ones that did it 10 years ago. And then it was just excuse after excuse of why. Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. All the excuses, none of them came up while they were originally destroying the other company they didn't realize was themselves. And then offered to give me like $50 off. Ridiculous. So we will not be using that company. If you can't even stand behind the work you did that you just told me was horrible, how can I trust you? How can I trust you to do it right the next time? I can't. I can't do that. Got some uh, fun guests for you today. A little, little something different this episode. Myself, my friend Ron Lippett, my friend Howard Rosner, we're going to do a little segment called Crossing the Streams. We're going to recommend tons of great stuff that you should be streaming while you're stuck at home doing nothing. It's going to be a lot of fun. One show we will not be recommending is Tiger King, because I'm sure by this point you've either seen it or not seen it. I would like to say there's lots of lessons from the Tiger King that you can apply to business. Sales down. Blame Carol Baskin. Forgot to finish that crucial research. It's doing an hour. Blame Carol Baskin. Typo in an email that went out to 10 million prospects. Blame Carol Baskin. <laughs> in business, it's it's easy to be successful when armed with the right tools. So I hope that's that's helpful. And that segment was brought to you by this week's sponsor, Sardine Oil. It's not just for Carol Baskin anymore. Got somebody you need to make disappear? Sardine oil. Wink, wink. All right, grab your pens, grab your paper. All right, welcome to a new segment of the show, Crossing the Streams, with my TV friends, Howard Rosner and Ron Lippett. Welcome, hey. guys. Hey, thanks for having Hi, us. Hey, guys, uh, introduce yourselves real quick. Ron, introduce yourself, and then Howard, introduce yourself to the audience. So, hey guys, I'm Ron Lippett. I, uh, Jeff, you know, I've been friends for, I don't know how many years now, but I will say this, uh, the thing I most respect about you is how you are always on top of what's best out there in the media world, right? So super excited about partaking in my own history of watching TV shows and been doing it for years now on airplanes mostly. So happy to be part of this conversation. Great to have you. Howard? Hi, Jeff. Jeff and I have, uh, Jeff and I have been friends on Going on 40 years, believe it or not. I'm also an avid TV watcher, uh, not only on planes, but on my couch. And member number 22 of the Who's the Boss fan club. 
So as you can see, I only brought in the best of the best in terms of experts. Howard's mistaken about the 40 years because my bio clearly states I'm only 32 years old. Anyway, uh, so uh, guys, so what do you, uh, we're all stuck at home and uh, we just uh, really got nothing uh, to do but watch TV. So it's been a great time to catch up on all the great stuff. I've got a subscription to pretty much almost everything. So a wide range. Howie, what's like number one on your list? So uh, the number one thing that I watch is a show that's about a decade old, uh, but it's kind of one of my go-tos the way a lot of people go to the office as their go-to just to rewatch. I watch a show called Party Down that was on Stars. It is one of the funniest shows of all time. They did two seasons. It's Adam Scott, who's been on Parks and Rec and all kinds of things, Lizzie Kaplan, the first season for most of it was Jane Lynch, and then she actually left to go do Glee. Jennifer Coolidge did the rest of the sec- first season, and then the second season, that character got replaced by Megan Mullally. I think it's Megan Mullally's funniest work. She's hysterical. And it's all these other folks that touched on a bunch of uh, Paul Rudd movies, because Paul Rudd was one of the executive producers of the show and creators. It is one of the funniest shows of all time. You can still get it, I think, on Netflix. It's hysterical. Uh, It's about a catering company made up of wannabe actors and comedians in Hollywood. And this is how they make money because they're very minimally working. The Steve Gutenberg's birthday party episode in season two is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. It's, It's amazing. Ryan, have you seen that? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. And actually, I'm actually taking notes for us. So... Thank you for that one. That's yeah, great. Just a uh, side note. I met Steve Gutenberg once. Anyway, um, <laughs> the um, I do want to say a show that nobody should watch is Space Force on Netflix with Steve Carell. It is a collection of some of the finest actors in the worst show ever. I couldn't even get to the end of episode two. It was yeah. horrible. Not, not one. I didn't laugh. Yeah, turned it off. Immediately. What are you watching, Ron? So I suffer from, the, some of your listeners probably suffer from the same thing where you're watching multiple things at the same time and you try and pace yourself across multiple uh, shows. Uh, the ones that, the one that has my attention right now for the most part is um, the series remake of Das Boot that's on Hulu. I, I seem to find myself really into these foreign-made series that are English subtitled. And this is actually, it was the rights of it was bought by Hulu. It was actually, uh, I think, produced by, by uh, the Sky Network in, uh, in the UK. But it is a fantastic, if, you, if you're into the whole war thing, this stars uh, Tom Flesia, the guy who played uh, Jack and Hagar on Game of Thrones. And he is a fantastic dark character. Uh, in this series that I will tell you every episode leaves you exhausted trying to to get through it and to understand what's going to happen in the in the next episode. So it's it is uh, one that I highly recommend. If you're looking for something a little lighter, uh, my cousin Rob got me onto another foreign show. This one on Netflix called Samurai Gourmet, and I don't know if you've ever heard of this one or not. Never. Wasn't it a John Belushi Saturday Night Live? It is. It is a completely quirky show, Japanese, English subtitled. That is about a corporate guy in the in the very first weeks of his retirement. He's lived his entire life sheltered in a corporate Japanese life, and he has he's experiencing his first moments of culture through food. He's such a diminished corporate guy that he can only have these true virtual experiences of food by becoming this counter character of a samurai 
And so this is what the, the show was about, is a, a man experiencing life for the first time outside of his diminished life as, as a samurai. It's a, a fantastic, hilarious show. The one of the things I love about it is that it's uh, each episode is only 22 minutes long. I lived with Howie and uh, many, many days he would dress as a samurai. It was, <laughs> it was, not, it was not uncommon. So they said those are the days that I dressed. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> a show that I just watched that uh, that was amazing. It's uh, it was just a, it was a documentary, three part documentary. It was on Hulu, but it was from the History Channel. It was called "The Food That Built America." So good. It talks about all the food titans: Heinz, Hershey, the Kellogg brothers, McDonald brothers, Colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken. It gives the whole history of how all these food companies bird's eye invented everything that we now just take for granted and like for example Heinz Heinz invented the assembly line right so like everyone thinks like Henry Ford is now Henry Ford adapted it from Heinz it was originally built to capitalize on creating ketchup Kellogg in Battle Creek Michigan Dr. Kellogg invented cereal to help his patients and then his brother saw the opportunity of it being a mass-produced million-dollar thing. And one of the people who was a patient at the Kellogg Institute was Post. And Post stole the recipe, created great nuts. And then later, after he died, his daughter, Marjorie Post, started the concept of buying up other food companies and created the concept of general food. So it wasn't just cereal. And she actually built Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> which we all hear about a lot in the news. That's her place. She built it. And like, so it was just, but it just talks about all these things. It's so good. It's just mesmerizing. I just, I can't. Have you noticed that some of the new, the, the newly produced documentaries, especially on, on the three big networks of Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix are really well designed and way more impactful since perhaps in the, in the last, I would say, 24 months than they ever have been? Yeah, I think documentaries, I think documentaries were, you know, it was kind of a, like an off subject for somebody who was quote unquote more serious about things. Now with streaming, it's become, you know, you don't have to seek out documentaries the way you did. They're there for you. There's a great two-part documentary. It's on epics, but you can stream epics through Apple TV. It's called Laurel Canyon. There's a movie by the same name, which is a romantic comedy. It is not that. Laurel Canyon is an area in the LA area where during the 60s and early 70s, the entire music scene of the United States, all of these people lived in the canyon and hung out with each other. The Mamas and the Papas, Love, Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young, the Eagles eventually, Jackson Brown, they all lived in the same area. And just this documentary has still photos of Joni Mitchell playing guitar while this young kid named Eric Clapton is just sitting there listening to her mesmerized, eventually learned some things from her while David Crosby and Graham Nash are just kind of hanging out in the background. It's amazing that all this incredible music all came from people that were living in the same subdivision. It's a I great document. I didn't. I don't know if I. It was that was the one I started watching. But Jacob Dylan, Bob Dylan, so he did. He did one on Laurel Canyon also, and they did a whole concert, a different take on it. But it's the same. The same story. Yeah, it's fa it's a fascinating story. I I have Amazon Fire, and so it's like it just shows tons of stuff, and yet so I get sucked into the like some of the one off documentaries. 
Like there was a great one on the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie and the making of that. I happen to have like it on VHS. I bought it at a Comic-Con years ago. It's horrible, but it tells the whole story of how they had to make it to keep the rights. But the actors in the movie really thought this was their big break. This was going to be the thing that really made it for them. Like they had no self-awareness of how horrible and low budge and just, you know, they, they basically made it to put it on the shelf. But there's just so many great like documentaries out there, the stuff that people just... It was. I watched a whole one on uh, the making of Star Trek: The Next Generation. There's a bunch of them out there. I, you know, I, if you're really twisted, I don't know if if either of you have uh, the Apple TV. But with Apple TV, not to make a commercial for Apple, but I, I will say the home screen crosses all of the networks. So it's not just Apple programming. It has on your home screen all you know Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, every network show that it knows that you have come to like, and then it has predictive analytics as to the shows that you might like all across the network. So if you like documentaries, Apple TV does a great job of making recommendations for you across the entire spectrum. It can basically ruin your life because you have now sitting in front of you all the options. I would be terrified to see the predictive analytics on your Apple TV. It's ridiculous. Speaking of documentaries, another one of the shows that I think is absolutely hysterical, three seasons of a show called Documentary Now, which was created by Bill Hader, Fred Armisen, and Seth Meyers. Basically, each episode is a spoof of a real famous documentary. So there's one that's a takeoff of Vice documentaries. There's a one, one that's a takeoff of the Eagles, the famous Eagles documentary. There's one that's a takeoff of the War Room about the Clinton election. And Armisen and Hader and then other great actors and actresses that are uh, spoofing the documentaries. The two-part one that's a takeoff of the Eagles documentary is called Gentle and Soft. And it's about a band called the Blue Jean Committee. It's absolutely hysterical. Set in Chicago and Hader and Armisen are doing these horrible Chicago accents. It's a great episode. But they did three seasons of that, and that's a great show. All right. Oh, go ahead. You got one more? No, I I was just going to say, that Eagles documentary might go down as one of the best documentaries ever, ever made. The Eagle, um, the Eagles, the history of the Eagles the is the one the you're Eagles, talking yeah. about. History, that's, yeah. yeah, and uh, my favorite part of that entire documentary, and I watched every minute of it, is Glenn Fry saying to Don Felder, as soon as we get off the stage, I am going to kick your ass. <laughs> 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 and, that, and that was the last time they ever played together. Don, um, Fel- Don Felder, I saw him in concert <laughs> like a year ago. He opened for, I think, the Steve Miller Band. He was like the opener for the opener. His backdrop was Hotel California. It was literally the day, I'll tell you what, it was, if you look it up, it was the day or day after Glenn Frey died. All Don Felder sang was every Eagles song, except for Heavy Metal, which is the only other song he had. Didn't mention Glenn Frey's death <laughs> at all. I mean, that's how much he hates Glenn Frey. He's singing every one of his songs. He's got the Hotel California, he wrote the riff, and he didn't mention it at all. It was... That's uncomfortable. Per- uncomfortable. That's perfect. That's amazing. All right, guys. I think this was an excellent first episode of Crossing the Streams. We've given people so much great stuff to watch. So exciting. Ron, where can people find you on Twitter or Facebook? So I'm at Ron Lippett on Twitter, Facebook. I'm Ron Lippett, straight, straight and narrow. I, and uh, Instagram, I'm also Ron Lippett, one word. So easy to get me. Roz, how can people get a hold of you? Ask questions about huh. some of those shows you brought up. Yeah. <laughs> 
I am pleased to. I encourage the feedback. It's uh, Howard Rosner, uh, not to be confused with Dr. Howard Rosner, also of Michigan, on both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, please reach out. I'm available to answer all your queries on television. <laughs> Do not reach out to either of them. All right. So uh, thank you guys very much. This has been Crossing the Streams, and we'll catch you next time. All right. That was awesome. Oh, I hope you really enjoyed that. Lots of great suggestions. Hope you wrote some of them down. Check them out. Tweet me at, at Jeff Dewaskin Show. Tell me what you thought about some of the suggestions. Can't wait to hear. Now, if we get back to the Twitter, uh, hashtag Roundup. You know we love them. It's a great app. Lots of fun hashtags that you can play with the community every day, all day. So there was a game recently Hashtag my ultimate streaming service has from Hangover Tags. It's a Saturday morning game. My ultimate streaming service. You can see how that ties into the show. Very clever. Very clever. All right. So what would your streaming service have? AJ Stark, Twitter user, says <laughs> her streaming service would have an alternate ending to Game of Thrones. I think a lot of us would sign up for that one. That's something we all need. Uh, Nathan says his streaming service would have all five seasons of The Muppet Show. Oh, if anything's going to get me to switch from Disney Plus to Nathan's streaming service, it's all five seasons of the original Muppet Show. How do they not have it? How do they not have it? User Baby Carrot says what she would add is a binge system that doesn't interrupt your binging to ask you, are you still watching this? <laughs> brilliant. It's a brilliant feature that's totally needed. But I think Lord Byron has one of the best streaming service ideas. It's just 24 hours of Thighmaster, ShamWow, and Ginsu Knife infomercials over and over again. Right. Those are some great entries for that hashtag. Hope you enjoyed that. Check out Hashtag Roundup, play along, and you'll end up on a future show. Yeah! How cool is that? All right, well, that's it. That's the end of Episode 8. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on Twitter, at Jeff Dewaskin Show. Check us out on all the podcast places. Tell your friends, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Jeff Dwoskin Show with your host, Jeff Dwoskin. Now go repeat everything you heard and sound like a genius. Catch us online at thejeffdwoskinshow.com or follow us on Twitter at Jeff Dwoskin Show. And we'll see you next time.